0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to Moments with the Marcellins. My name is June. And my name is Stephanie. Thank you so much for tuning in. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the elections, post-elections, and everything in between. (laughs) I just want to say, first off, I'm so happy that it's over.
1: Yes, for the most part. Yes.
0: Yes, for the most part. They're still counting right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, on a serious note, I guess let's first just kind of touch on the tension that was surrounding these elections leading up to it. And for me, I saw so much on social media Mm -hmm. and in the news. And it was just very bizarre, like to really see in, I guess, full effect how divided people can be.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And for me it's not necessarily the differences of views that people have because I believe that we all have different views mm-hmm. but the attacks mm. surrounding the elections you know even conversations with some family members it was like well we're not going to talk about politics
1: yeah like you can't go there you
0: can't go there because there's <laughs> right. differences of views and differences of opinions and mm-hmm. people are very passionate about their beliefs their ideologies and so there was so much tension that took place leading up to the election people blatantly just asking you well who are you voting for Mm -hmm.
1: and I was Mm -hmm. like well
0: that's none of your business you're not gonna know who I'm voting for yeah 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 and I don't know what was it like for you
1: yeah I think same um you know definitely all the social media platforms were really flooded with just opinions information Um, and just, you know, when it comes to every political season, it is so divisive. And, um, you know, I understand it. It comes with the territory, you know, you have different candidates that have different views and people, again, like you said, are passionate about them. Um, my concern is when I see people kind of take more of allegiance to a party rather than Christ himself. Mm. And- that becomes then a challenge because, you know, who is shaping your morals and views, you know? Is it the word of God or is it something that someone is saying, you know? And it's, and it becomes a he say, she say based on people who you hold up in a platform versus you know, the word of God that is never changing, you know?
0: Yeah, something that I found interesting is just the idolization of a political party. Yeah. You have people on the right that would question whether or not someone has a relationship if they voted for a candidate on the left and vice versa. I love what Dr. Eric Mason says when when he explains his position. He says, I'm not Democratic because I'm black and I'm not Republican because I've been identified as an evangelical. I'm neither. I'm theocratic, which means neither category can fully cover what I believe is biblical politics. Blacks and Christians aren't monolithic and neither am I. Mm, And so good. That has stuck with me. He tweeted that a couple of months ago and I was like, you know what? That sums me up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because for me personally, again, you're not going to know who I voted for. I don't register on either side right and that's my prerogative you know Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying you're wrong if you choose what whichever candidate that you vote for I think the problem becomes when we label one another and we discredit each other based on who someone nominates or who someone Mm -hmm. votes Mm -hmm. for and -hmm. that was a lot of going back and forth well the bible says this about this and Yeah, but the Bible also says this about this. Right, right. And so both sides have good, and Mm -hmm. then both sides have some things that they could definitely work on. Right, right. You know, but Mm -hmm. neither party can fully grasp what the Bible says in its entirety. And so to see Christians and to see pastors and leaders have such a strong allegiance to a political party Mm
1: -hmm.
0: over the word of God and over God and... Not remembering that we are first citizens of heaven. That's right. It was one of those things that was a little disappointing, a little annoying.
1: And it's hurtful. Right. I think for individuals that are not mature enough to understand the difference, you know, mm. um, you know, I can see that from a mile away and be like, OK, yeah, they're more Republican. You know what I mean? Or their allegiance is more Republican than it is, you know, Jesus. Or, you know, just because of what they will use their platform out to say, to teach, to, you know, to indoctrinate or different things like that. But for someone who doesn't have that maturity, who's someone who, is a new believer for someone who's just you know scrolling through their timeline and looking at this for the first time. They're gonna be like, "What is this true? This has to be true because this is what this person is saying, and they're respected, and they're you know I, I look up to them, and I, again, I have them on this pedestal."
0: You bring such a great point when you talk about people who maybe new in their faith or people who don't yet believe in the faith, and how they're looking at us and. If we're going to have differences, that's one thing. And it's okay to have differences, but we shouldn't allow these differences to be used as tools to cause division. Mm -hmm. And so what would you say is a healthy way that we can have dialogue and express our opinions and our views without being divisive?
1: That's a great question. I think the first thing is um, something that we say often you know, have a posture of curiosity. But at the same time, when you're leaning into these conversations, your intention and your motive is very important because what we don't want to do and where sometimes I know I've been guilty of it is like, you're going to have this conversation, but my motive is to convert you. Mm -hmm. Like I want to change the way that you think Mm -hmm. and I do not want to listen to what you're saying. And it takes someone that is emotionally mature to have conversations where you're not going to take things personal. You're not going to, you know, seek out the worst in what they're saying, but you're just going to try to listen. Listen to just gather information because they may have a different point of view. You may actually be enlightened by something that they said that you're like, hey, maybe I didn't know this or let me look into this a little bit more. And not push to just convert someone um, within that conversation. What would you say is another healthy um, way to, you know, have a conversation without actually bringing division?
0: I think we need to have more conversations and less debates. Mm. You know, you know who you can talk to and kind of have a healthy debate with.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you know who you can't. Oh, yeah. And I think we need to recognize that. Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with the conversation and hearing where someone else is coming from, because like you stated, we may learn something that we may have not otherwise have known if we don't have the conversation, but Mm. if we're just looking to air our own opinions, you know what the Bible says about that. Mm. It's foolish. A fool finds no pleasure in understanding except in airing his or her opinions, Mm -hmm. and so we have to be willing to have more conversations and less debates. When you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus had a lot of conversations. Whenever they would try to debate him, whether it was a Pharisee Mm. or a Sadducee, he often spoke in parables. Yep. And because he knew their hearts.
1: Yep, yep.
0: They weren't in the right.
1: They weren't coming to him to try to understand. Mm -hmm. They were coming to him. To try to convert him or catch him in a lie or put him in a predicament that would then come back and hurt him. Right. You know,
0: people have come up to me these past few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Really with a heart of humility. Like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Or Mm. I just don't understand this. Can you help me explain this a little better? And when you can see someone come with a heart of humility and a posture of humility, you're more open to having that conversation but if you know someone is going to try to debate you the whole time then what's what's really the use of that conversation right. mm-hmm. and i want to just tell you also i don't think social media is the platform <laughs> i don't this is just me right Yeah. and th- this is just me i i don't think social media is the platform for those debates mm-hmm. or conversations let's say conversations. that's better for those conversations because things can get misread, things can get misinterpreted. And I think these are just conversations that should either happen, I guess, best in person, if not over the phone. Mm -hmm. But social media is just not the platform because people will literally twist every single word that you say Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: chop it up. And it's just messy. It's really messy.
1: It is. It is. So I have a question for you. What would you say to the person that um, says, I cannot be friends with this person or i cannot have this person in my life anymore because their political views are different than mine
0: i think my answer would be were you friends to begin with Mm. if i can't be friends with people who are different than me and think differently than me then i have to really do a heart search on myself
1: Mm.
0: when you look at jesus he sat at the table with sinners with people who were completely different
1: and he did life with them
0: he did life with them. Mm-hmm. People who were considered outcasts, rejects, ostracized by society.
1: People who were known to have a record to be fake and to manipulate, just as Matthew the tax collector.
0: And so he sits at the table with them. Mm. The son of man. Yeah. How much more should we do that?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: I think it's not okay to cancel someone based on their views mm. no matter how crazy that is yeah yeah and i know that this is not a popular topic
1: right right
0: again their views Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: this morning i was having devotional time and uh one of the things that i was meditating on was first john mm. chapter four and uh john is talking about love yeah and how we ought to love one another just as Christ has loved us, now love doesn't absolve someone of correction. Love Correct. does not absolve someone from being called out. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember that we don't just call out, but we call in. Mm. That's what Jesus did. So good. And in my meditation, the Lord was sharing with me. I choose to love.
1: Mm.
0: What do you choose?
1: Mm.
0: And Steph, I choose to love.
1: Yeah.
0: And love, when we look at the verses on it, love is a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not just the butterflies. It's not the butterflies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a choice.
1: Yeah.
0: And we have to choose to love people in spite of our differences, political views. We have mm-hmm. to love our enemies.
1: hmm.
0: If it was up to me, I wouldn't do so, but i make the effort every day why because the bible tells me to do so yeah we can't pick and choose when it comes to the gospel mm, so good we have to love love at all times
1: mm-hmm.
0: and rejoice in the lord for his joy is our strength yeah and so if someone thinks differently than you they see the world a little different than you before you cancel that person out Ask yourself, what has that person themselves been through? What have they been exposed to? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What have they gone through to make them think that way? Yeah. And try to understand that person. Don't try to convert. Don't try to debate. Try to get into their world and get a better understanding of them. Mm -hmm. I promise you over time, as you gain relationship and they see see how you reflect Christ, they're going to open up more.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and if it doesn't happen then it's okay because someone else after you might come and be able to do that
1: i think you said that so beautifully that truly captured the heart of god so oftentimes we forget that we are also challenged to bless those who hurt us you know those that we do not agree with those that we may be at odds with and in this political season as it comes to an end and you know things begin to um you know change and and leadership and different things like that i want to encourage you do not let your frustrations exceed your hope Mm. okay your hope and let me remind you who your hope is in your hope is in the lord psalm 62 says for god alone oh my soul Wait in silence, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, and I shall not be shaken. So during all this season that you are living in, you know, we're living in in the middle of a pandemic, you know, 2020 has not been the way that many of us thought that it was going to be. And your joy, your hope, and your peace are always at risk of being taken and shaken and shattered but your peace has been, peace has been promised to you. And in John 14, 27, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And this is what we have to hold on to. This is what our faith and our hope should be on. It should be on Jesus. It should not be on a person that we put on a pedestal, regardless of who it is, a political party isn't going to save us. Jesus is going to be the only one that will remain constant and will never fail us.
0: Amen. Isaiah 9, 6 reads the following. For to us, a child shall be born. To us, a son shall be given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Rest assured that our peace, that our joy, our strength, our hope, our life comes from Jesus. Amen. Whether or not the candidate you voted for won, we are called to pray mm-hmm. for our leaders. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we will continue to do. We will love on one another. We will be the church. We will love on people in the same way that Christ has loved on us. And even in our differences, we will not use those differences as a tool to divide.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We pray and hope that your life is enriched by today's conversation.
0: Make sure that you subscribe, share, and leave a review. Take care, God bless, and And much love.
1: love.